Hey, what's up? It's Eli Doyle. We're back with another episode. I believe this is episode two of the Pick Fiend podcast. It is Thursday, February 10th at the time of recording. I'm going to try to get this out tomorrow, hopefully by like five-ish. Hopefully we'll see. Don't want to put a time on it. Whatever. Just did. Uh, Anyway, yeah, uh, we're going to talk trade deadline. Today was the trade deadline. I think it was at three o'clock, maybe four. I don't don't quote me on that. Three, four o'clock sometime today. It closed. Uh, There were some predicted moves, some unpredicted moves. We'll see. We'll jump into it. I'm going to cover that myself. You're going to have to bear with me. Um, But then we're going to jump into the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to give my thoughts, maybe a couple picks or two. Richie Benz is going to be on. Uh, He's going to give his thoughts, a couple picks. It was a good conversation. Honestly, it was. I already recorded it. It'll be after this. But right now, I'm going to cover basketball myself. Like I said, bear with me. We're going to jump right into it. Um, The only, like, careless trade, as in, Anybody can care less. Um, trade that happened today, the Dallas Mavericks shipped Chris Tapps Porzingis to uh, Washington Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddle. I guess uh, Dinwiddle might have had locker room problems. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I think I read it somewhere on Twitter. Uh, it's a good source. Um, anyway, uh, besides that, Chris Tapps obviously needed to be moved, so it sounds like it was probably need to happen on both sides um but yeah uh then uh the real trades uh boston moved dennis schroeder they sent him to houston you know dennis really didn't really didn't fit there too well um they weren't paying him a whole lot easy probably contract to move they brought back a role player about blast from the past daniel tice uh the Celtics will use him they'll get they'll get minutes out of him it'll be you know mutual Good relationship. They're probably going to either cut Al Horford, I guess, or move him. I guess they can't move him and trade him out, but he's probably going down, Tice going up kind of thing. Uh, anyway, then Boston also acquired uh, Derek White from the Spurs and another, you know, good deal for them. Another guy that they're going to use well. Uh, they got, they sent Josh Richardson to San Antonio. Uh, I surprisingly, I, 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 you know, I think that's an okay move. Pop, you know, uh, defensive guy Josh Richardson pop it'll, it'll probably work um, for what they need I guess well, I mean not what they need I, but what the, he's there now so it's gonna work right anyway uh, um, then we had a big uh, three team trade go down it was uh, Detroit ended up grabbing Marvin Bagley the third good oh, good move you know Detroit's trying to get some guns some young guns like um, you know, Cade Cunningham up there. He's pretty good. Uh, Got to get some guys around him, though. Anyway, um, Sacramento pulling in a haul of, uh, you know, role player guys, upper upper tier role player guys, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, the former Buck. Uh, and then they got Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles, too. But speaking of the Bucks, the big winner, I believe, of the trade, they got um, a guy that's been around forever, pretty much done it all. Uh, you know, NBA champion, NBA all-star, former NBA all-star, you know, for, uh, he definitely had to make some, like, whatever um, top-tier NBA, you know, like statistics categories, defensively blocks maybe, um, rebounds, I'm sure. Serge Ibaka is now in Milwaukee. 
that's pretty big for the defending champions to move. I mean, for a, a piece for them to acquire. I mean, um, you know, obviously Giannis Middleton there. Uh, but to get another like veteran in there, all, like you, you add that to an already championship caliber kind of team, like I mean, they are they won the chip, they're the reigning champions, like so to add that, you know, awesome. I mean, not awesome for me as a Sixers fan in the East, uh, but you know, awesome for them, good move. But awesome for me as a Sixers fan was the big trade of the week, um, a predicted trade, I guess, Ben Simmons. Get out of town. He's gone. I mean, I I've heard a lot of people like trying to like spin the narrative already that like Ben Simmons is good. I mean, he like here's the problem. It's not that Ben Simmons isn't athletic or anything. He can't play basketball because he can, obviously. It's he doesn't fit the modern game. Like, how many guys do you know that play basketball that just don't have a sense of like a shot not not even like a shot it's not even that far like it's like it's it, i don't know it's just like infuriating what what is exactly like what he doesn't like fit the modern like here's the thing if he was playing like michael jordan era basketball obviously not not michael jordan but like he's probably up there because he's so good at like playing that in tier maybe even the tier below michael jordan like the year right before like uh like like 70s 60s basketball 60s well anyway uh i'm getting off track here anyway ben simmons the narrative has always been the same ben simmons he doesn't take the shot he doesn't have the awareness of the game whatever he doesn't take the shot he just never has been whether it's whether it's mental or not speaking of mental i already read that he's traveling on the first freaking like series this week with with the, the team for a guy that had you know, mental health issues that he needed to sort out off the basketball court, which was his excuse when he after he got sent home from practice. Like what a what a what a kick in the nuts to mental health people. But anyway, you know, um, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond for James Harden and Paul Millsap. Uh, uh, obviously, the Sixers had to throw some picks in there and stuff. But ultimately, uh, I read. James Harden opted into his player option, which guarantees him, you know, another season. I, I mean, not necessarily they can move his contract, they can release him, but yeah, he's coming back to the Sixers for the next year, um, which is big, you know. Obviously, that was a big part of his getting traded at the deadline situation here was uh, obviously you don't want to send the bag, so to say, for uh, for uh a guy that might not even be on your team next year. Like, that's a bad investment. That's a bad business move as a franchise. Like, um, but yeah, Seth Curry, as a Philadelphia a Sixers fan, loves Seth Curry, honestly. He did play well down this recent stretch shooting-wise, but, like, I love the idea of Seth Curry, put it that way. He, uh, bringing him to Philly, I'd say it was 50%, like, like mutual um, fans to him. Um, Andre Drummond, maybe not the same, definitely gave us quality minutes as a Sixers fan. Like, I appreciate what Andre Drummond did. Um, I think they're getting Paul Millsap. I read that some places, not everywhere reported that, whatever. Uh, if we get Paul Millsap, that's another great, that's a good guy, veteran guy to put behind um, Impede when he needs a minute. 
I mean, he's a wind or two. He's not, I get it. He's not, you know, and beat by any means necessary, but he can play the four at least. Um, so, you know, maybe two fours on the floor, whatever. I don't know. Not a basketball guy. We'll figure it out. Anyway, um, yeah, I just couldn't understand the whole, um, like, Ben Simmons. I mean, I think the Nets will do well because KD is the best player in the league right now. So, uh, you know, and Kyrie's good when he plays, obviously. Um, but if Seth Curry's, like, in their lineup, I don't see, like, that's how I felt about the Sixers. That's why I felt the Sixers need to move on from him. He would be a great, like, first guard off the bench. Pristine. I just don't think any team with Seth Curry is, you know, championship material. I love to snip this out, this clip, and remind me of this when the Nets ultimately win the uh, NBA championship this year. But anyway, besides that, I really don't believe that any team with uh, Seth Curry is a championship team, championship material in the starting lineup, of course. Uh, great role player, A-plus role player off the bench, just not the guy. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. He just, he's, he's... It's it, is he? I don't even know if he's if he's like hot and cold necessarily, or if he's just like, um, it's not streaky either. It's just like he, he just doesn't hit the shot when you need it, and that's okay because some guys just aren't like that. But and, but that's what Philly needed. Honestly, people don't understand. Philly fans will get this, but like other people don't understand like what it's been like to play in the league of like the shooter. This is like the Seth. But not the Seth Curry era, the Steph Curry era, you know, of where everybody can shoot the three. And Jesus Christ, and beat seven foot, whatever, and out there and can <laughs> pull a three. And it is what it is. You know, even Giannis has developed some sort of a shot now. Like you, you've had to to adapt, and that's what Ben didn't do. Uh, and and ultimately, we pull the shooter with James Harden. Whether it's only going to be whether he is still top five scorer James Harden or he's only top 10 scorer James Harden. I don't care. Like that's, that's an awesome guy to put next to uh, Joel Embiid. And I don't know how people can not see that, but it is what it is. Um, I hope you uh, were able to bear with me through this uh, segment. Uh, but now we're going to get into a segment that I really enjoyed talking about. And that was the Super Bowl. And honestly, I took some good uh, bets away. From our conversation, my conversation with Richie Benz. Um, I some stuff I really think I'm gonna bet, so I hope you tune in here in a couple seconds. All right, so we're gonna talk some NFL football, specifically the Super Bowl now. Got on my good buddy Richie Benz of the Book It podcast with his uh his co-star over there, Alex Everly. He's gonna come down and give us some uh some uh, heads up on what we should be looking for in the Super Bowl. But first, before we get into the bets, let's just let's just talk over the game. Let's just get it out there. All right. So we have the Bengals playing the Rams. It's essentially, I mean, a home game for the Rams. It's in their own city and stadium, but they, their fans don't exactly, you know, take over like it would if it was in uh, Seattle or Dallas or somewhere, you know, crazy. Um, so obviously no home game, no home, you know, field factor. Um, but they do have to go to LA, you know, one side of the country that doesn't really affect anything in my mind. They've been out there for like a week, but, um, I cannot wait for this game. Like I just cannot wait for this game. Yeah. I, I mean, go ahead. I'm really pumped for this game too. I mean, 
everyone wants to see the Chiefs versus the Rams, but I just think Joe Burrow versus uh, Stafford, it's going to be just a, a showdown. Yeah, same same kind of thing. I think uh, I think people are dying for. I mean, that's football nowadays, right? Like we want to see the, the the big arms. We want to see them air it out and stuff. But uh, so so I guess how I guess my question would be: How do you think this game? He's going to go, and not in the sense of betting, like just in the sense of what, what what's going to happen in this game. Like for me, I see the big trend right now is everybody thinks it's going to be a shootout, okay? Everybody thinks scoring touchdowns, kicking field goals left and right. The, the thing I keep seeing, um, I, I think it's going to be a one-sided affair in the sense of one team is going to go down the field and score every time, or the other team's going to be playing catch-up. But you go ahead and you tell me what you think in terms of how this game's going to go. Oh, buddy. I really think the Rams at home are going to win this game. I win this game by 14 or more points. Honestly, I just don't see uh, Darnold walking off that field with an, with an L, you know? Who, like he, who are you talking – who are you saying? You're saying Stafford. No, not Stafford. Aaron Donald. Oh, oh! I thought you meant Sam Darnold. I was gonna say, no, what are no. you talking about? Darnold, Darnold, man. No, no, no. But I do see that. I, I, I watched every second of that last game when he was every, every play. They're in the backfield. He's walking over the sideline, saying, "Give me, give me the ring." He wants it. And honestly, like that is a thing. Like, what, what else does he have left to really put on his resume? He's like a five-time defensive player of the year, All-Pro every year, Pro Bowl. Like, I mean, that just—it's a Super Bowl ring, really. Yeah, he's just not gonna walk off this field, man, without that ring. I'll tell you that right now. He is gonna he he might be the MVP of this game, really. Um Yeah. Uh, so so talking about, you know, the defensive line and, and the upfront in the box defense of the uh Rams. I mean, is that the elephant in the room? The Bengals offensive line, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, they beat the Titans, but Joe Burrow got sacked nine times in the game. Like if you in, in my head. In my brain, this is how I think. If you got sacked nine times, you still won the game. You probably should have won that game in a route. You know, it shouldn't have even been close. It shouldn't have came down to Joe Burrow throwing one 30-yard pass to put them in field goal range or whatever at the end to kick it. It shouldn't have even came down to McPherson, Shuda, going out for that field goal. Like, it, it really shouldn't have. They If they could protect their quarterback, you know, it might have been a, a, a bloodbath in their, in their, you know, in their hands. But I think the I think the Rams, yeah, I think that's the obvious. I think that's the elephant in the room. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, um, who's the other? They have another monster outside let's, that gets. Let's not forget about Ramsey, dude. Shadowing. Chase oh wait, he's the best. Thing. He's the best single man corner in the league. He's gonna be shadowing him, dude. So, like, well, I'll, I'll give uh, one thing. I'll give the Bengals is they're they're. I I don't know if they're deep at receiver and stuff. But they got like three solids. Like that's the yeah. thing. Like it is a difference in my mind between being deep and yeah. having like three go-to guys. And it seems like they really have like three. And not even that. I saw Usama's back, the tight end. He had a fantastic year for them. I saw he was ripping the knee brace off and spiking it and everything. <laughs> yeah. And he's ready to go, man. So I, 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 if this offensive line could find a way to, you know, put up with the front in the box, like it's gonna be a game. It certainly is gonna be a game. But like you said, with uh, you know Rams in a route, I think that is a very possible outcome because of how dominant the Rams' defense is. Like I don't know if the Bengals. I mean, yeah. Here's here's the thing I see. Okay, so he's had to see 
TJ Watt, you know, twice a year feels like this year. Um, Miles Garrett, you know, like he, Joe Burrow obviously has his finger on the pulse of the um, pass rush and stuff. You know what I mean? Like he, he, uh, people think he's dumb because he does, he takes all the hits and stuff, but that's just like, he's a competitor, man. Like he, he just, and this, and like, people are like, he just takes all the hits. This isn't something new. Like if you followed him in college, like that was, that was one of the biggest things about LSU. People like to say it's his breaking point or whatever, when whoever, whatever linebacker hit him, clobbered him in like mini camp. And he was like laying, there's that TikTok and all the crap about it. But anyway, yeah, no, Joe Burrow is in my mind, not someone to, to mess with. <laughs> not even that it's like i don't want to scheme for joe burrow defensively because you don't know he's a crazy guy like he's standing in the pocket gonna take the hits gonna stay in there as long as possible try to deliver that throw when his guys get open like he's i don't know like uh i guess the smart thing would be like well, let's put all the pressure on him in the world but like like i said he's gonna stand in there he knows his offensive line stinks <laughs> but he's gonna he's gonna stand in there and take it the Rams do. They have they're they're veterans though on defense. They had that. They got Weddle, man. They just picked up Weddle. You know, I mean, and another, the thing, another is, just another part of that story of like why I guess people want the Rams to win so much. Like that guy, Eric Weddle, has been retired for like two years now. He's saying he was sitting on a beach like a month ago. Yeah, he just come back, win a Super Bowl. You, you got to have some serious drive. And I mean, he was the leading tackler in the he had the most tackles in that, and he made some big tackles. And I heard him talking about how you know this is it. Like he's not, there's no more coming back after this. Like he's just throwing his body around every play because it, I mean, if he gets hurt, yeah, they're, they're, they're not deep, but like in, in his mind, he's not looking to play another year. You know what I mean? He doesn't need that longevity factor. He's that's scary because when you have a guy going balls out like Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow, but I don't think Joe Burrow is put his whole career on this game. Like, you know, a guy like Eric Weddle is. Oh, he might do Joe Burrow. I've seen Joe Burrow do some <laughs> And he's things, crazy, man. so he might. Yeah, no, he's crazy, so he very well, you know, might. But um, I, I don't know. I do see – I do – I am feeling like I'm leaning towards the Rams, but I want Bengals to win. Like, Whoa. in my in my mind, I want Joe Burrow. I want Joe Burrow to be the next Tom Brady in my mind. I want him to build this dynasty. I want him to, you know, I want him and Jamar to just be – like i don't know i want him i want them to be the next aaron and Devontae or whatever you know what i mean cup and stafford like i want that to be a legitimate thing i want that to be someone you know a group that you're scared like you have to game plan for every week and i mean people should i mean jamar had a crazy year i but, think the only way the the since he wins dude is honestly if joe Mixon gets going if he can get going, dude, this team has a fighting chance. And their defense plays semi good, you know? Yeah. Because I mean they got they got Higgins, Boyd, and they're gonna oh, they're, they're there uh, too. Bengals defense, Bengals defense underrated, honestly. They, they, might, good, yeah. they probably have the best secondary for from starters from every position. Like, I mean, maybe not corners, you know, obviously like Ramsey's a great single corner by himself, but I'm talking yeah. everything. They 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 honestly have the best safety combination in the league. I hope nobody anybody could at me if they wanted to argue about that because Eli Apple. <laughs> hey, all right, all right. Listen, he's a depth guy first of all, but second of all, he's like, uh, I mean, yeah. So yeah, he does get a 
bunch of plays put on this dome, I guess, sometimes here and there. But like it's like that last that uh that AFC championship game. He made that huge tackle on the goal line, it's, you know, one on one with Edward Tolera, whoever it was, um McKinnon. It was one of the two. It you know, was just, Hill. Yeah, it was Hill. Yeah. Was it Tyreek? Oh, that's even yeah, crazier. On the side, yeah. Well it's even crazier. Him. But yeah, but, I mean last time last time these guys faced it was twenty four to ten Rams. I mean, so their defense showed up and they won. It was uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so and, you know, it is – I mean, we've seen it, obviously. It happens in the league all the time. But it is hard to beat a team twice. Like, you know, you don't yeah. you don't exactly uh, – and, it, it, like, these head coaches are like-minded from the sense of they're offensive guys. They both came from the Shanahan system. Um, you know, they were in – they were actually both in Washington at the same time. Uh, McVay was the tight end coach, and I, I think Taylor, Zach Taylor was a quality control guy at the time. But, like uh, – yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people really expect, and they're both X factors in this game. Let's not get it wrong. McVeigh and um, Taylor, they're they're just as much X factors for their team as because yeah. And and, and honestly, like oh, yeah, yeah, no. Honestly, one of the things is too like I I think this comes with success, but having a good play caller that's right in tune and right in your ear of the quarterback like that, like there has to be some kind of you know some parallel there between that and being successful, you know, but, yeah. uh, no, I, I mean, who expected Zach Taylor to still be there? I mean, the guy won like four games in like two years there. Like who expected them to be in the Super Bowl? Who expected any of Joe Burrow? I think no missed, one expected. Yeah. I, I think mean, no with a leg, with a leg injury last year and stuff and people saying they should have drafted Sewell over or Slater over Jamar. And, you know, it is what it is at this point. Now they're here. You know, we can't change it now, but, uh, at the end of the day, I am just hoping to get a freaking fantastic game. And I just I want to see everything. I want to see some offense. I want to see the big passes. I want to see the big runs. I want to see big plays on defense. I, I want the drama. Give it to me. I want it all. Hey, no but, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl either. This is the yeah, first time. Yeah. Like a good time I, no, Brady, no Tom yeah. Brady in, in NFC AFC championship. I mean, we're we're living in unprecedented times. I mean, I, not not saying that the league isn't like the league's in a good spot, you know. Obviously, the Burrows yeah. and the and the Pat Mahomes and the the Josh Allen, the the, the Chiefs, Packers or not Packers, the Chiefs um, Bills game alone was just oh, craziness, God. craziness. One and that's why that's why I want this game. That's what I want out of this game. I want this to come down to. I want this to be a full game of fight, you know, back and forth. I want this to come down to the final seconds. I want there to be big plays. I want there to be defense. I want everything, you know. No, I want Rams. I want Rams, but I want Rams by 14 or more, buddy. I need Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. All right. Well, let's – I obviously you're itching to get into the bend, so let's just do it then. Just where do where do you want to start? Touchdown scorers? You, you let's, got any? Let's, wait, let's, um, let's talk about the Rams uh, minus four and a half. Let's see. Like okay. we, you like uh, – yeah, what do you like there? I, I Dude, I, I'm telling you, I don't like you any like lines Cincy. in this game. I, well, yeah. it's not that I like Cincy. If I'm going to take – I like – if I'm going to take points – like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bet points, I like to take the points in this because I'm feeling the shootout factor of the game. Obviously, that's probably the stooge play. Like everybody and their mom's probably on that, but that's what I want out of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So yep. uh, I would probably take the points, but I'm not gonna because um, I I don't even know what it is, but I'm taking the over. Okay, I know a Three lot of people. Half. I know a lot of people are coming out here saying under, 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 because, and especially what you said about the 24-10 finish last time they played. Um, no, I want over. 
I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting over. Give me the points. Give me a 50-point game. I want this to be like not not that the Simpsons are right or anything, but I want this to be <laughs> I want this to be a 24-21 or some 28-24. I want this to be a high-scoring game. I want this to, you know, I want there to be some points at uh at value here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that. I just don't know what's gonna happen because this is literally a veteran team versus a very young team, you know. I mean and, and it, go- that's that's the thing. It's not, there there is no like precedent for this. Like we yeah, haven't like, seen the Super Bowl in a while. Like we don't have like Mahomes versus uh, Josh Allen, where you know it's gonna be a shootout. Like both these guys can go off. Like this, mm-hmm. this can mm-hmm. be like you know, like Stafford can be off how he usually is at the beginning. I mean, then, arguably, arguably, we've seen some of that for both these teams just recently. I mean, the uh, uh, not Mahomes, um, Burrow had to make that big throw to put them in, put them in field goal range to to ultimately get over the Titans. Um, and the Rams have done it a couple times this year. I mean, they did it to the Bucks. He threw that. Stafford threw that rocket at the end of the game to yeah. Cooper Cup to put them in, you know, nice little whatever. two throws, bang, bang, field goal, kick. Yep. Like I said, man, uh, I, I do think I like the, I like the, I like the idea that we don't know what's going on here, that we really don't like. Cause I mean, you could say that about every game, but like here, we really don't. Like there is no precedent for it. Yeah. So, I, so miss- what do you got? Like, uh, what do you want to do? You want to do like you want to go to like uh, prop bets like Gatorade and coin tosses, or you want to stick with the game right now? You give it to me. Well, I'm ready. Well, yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to heads or tails. What do you think? Tails. Do you think? Not even a second thought in my tails mind. Never fails. Or if what? I had a million dollars right now, I'd be on tails. No, I don't know, man. I just I got to think about it for a little <laughs> bit. I might have to go. I might go best at three, flip a coin by myself, and see what see what happens. You know? Yeah. I mean, hey, and hey, this is. I mean, so. I mean, all team sports from an extent are 50%, but this is like the most 50% bet you could get. With <laughs> <Flip> a coin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then we have the Gatorade too. Like people love betting on the Gatorade. Obviously, that's not 50% because you could have a mixture of different things. Are are you are you a are you a believer in that? Like uh in the sense of were you were you actually wager money on? Like the because the coin toss is one thing. Like there's actually legitimacy going. Like <laughs> yeah. who knows what's going on with this? They who knows? Like nobody pays attention to the Gatorade. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who knows if it's even Gatorade? It could be water sometimes. Who knows? I don't know. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. This is actually that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the I'm thinking the Rams win. I think it's gonna like match like kind of their colors, like that yellow, blue or yellow. That's what I was thinking. Like light. I was either yeah, thinking something I, light. Like see, light they don't yellow, make. Man. I don't. I. I I mean, I could be wrong, but I've never seen like really light blue Gatorade or Powerade or anything. So I don't think that's it. But yellow, that that's a good one. I always go, I always find myself with red. I don't know why. I just always find myself with red. This year, I'm feeling crazy though. I don't Orange. know what you call is it no, I'm uh. feeling white. And I don't even know if white's it like I it was yeah. once. I don't even know if is it white or clear. I don't know what you call it, gray. Like I don't know yeah. what you call it, but that color, eggshell, whatever. I don't care. With white, clear, or something like that, that's what I'm feeling for this. What is that plus? Like sixty thousand white? I've never said <laughs> like, No, I've I think it's seen. happened. I think it's happened. I'm I could be wrong, what? but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've had uh maybe not white, but like clear or something like <laughs> yeah, wa- clear, or like... water, even like it's happened before. Yeah. Uh, and I know I'm pretty sure you could get water on most sports bet uh, sports books. I'm gonna um, say yellow. I'm gonna say yellow. What's your yellow? What's your go? What do you uh, my official. Uh, mm, 
We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go red. We'll go red for official, just red. because. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a Bengals win, but they ran out of orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, uh, so let's jump over to. Yeah, do you have any more like like dummy prop bets like that, like Gatorades or? Oh, I um, guess national anthem. Do you bet that? Oh um, no, I don't. What even is See, it? That's a cheap know. one. That's a cheap. I don't even know who's singing it this year, but that's a cheap one in my mind because every year you get the people standing outside the stadium trying to like time it on their iPhone while they're <laughs> yeah. practicing, and it's never. It's you know, it's somebody physically like doing a motion. It's never exactly like the time again, but it, I, it is what it is. I don't normally bet on this one, uh, but. I mean, I think you have to bet like over under a minute or something like that. If I'm familiar with can it, I even, can I even find that on BetMGM? Like, do they even have it? Uh, on some, some sports like, they don't even have it on. I'm, I'm like 90 percent sure DraftKings had it last year for. Uh, I think it was like over under a minute and a half or something. Yeah. I could be wrong, but DraftKings or FanDuel, one of them had it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, just like the coin toss and other, you know, the other malarkey. But you're not into this one. Uh, I I'm a, I would take the under whatever it is just because I think it's going to be a little quicker. It's fair. That's yeah, fair. Just just because. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I right, love so, these bets though. They're yeah, so no, cool. so do I. I love <laughs> it's it's great to bet on stuff that's not like physical sports sometimes, or uh, you know cards or anything like that. Obviously, but uh, let's jump into the player side of the game. Do you have anything Ooh. like? Do you have touchdown scores? Do you have? Uh, over under yards, receptions, passing yards, or receipt, rushing anything that we should be I'm looking at here, buddy. I'm all over Cooper Cup. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna go two plus touchdowns with Cooper Cup. I'm going over receiving yards, Cooper Cup. But see, the over receiving yards, Cooper Cup, it's like over 105, but the oh. odds are bad. It's like minus 145. Like, isn't that like they're like That's, that is like, crazy? That is crazy for a guy to go honestly that's a sucker bet like against it that's like because i'm yeah. sure whatever the against is probably like well like plus 190 210 something, something like, that. like that yeah so I'm, I'm sure people are flocking to that like crazy i'm probably well i'm probably not going to touch that man i think that two plus touchdowns i'm gonna go one and two plus touchdowns for cooper cup that's like one of the things i'm really gonna touch you know mm-hmm. i had uh, i think i said on that last week's episode that i'm taking Oh, I think I said Cup and uh, uh, Jamar Chase in, in whatever I can do, like parlay them together or yeah. singles. I don't care. But because um, that's how my brain thinks about every football game. It's just like, who's <laughs> who are the two primary scorers of this team? And let's put them together. Yeah. But uh, um, no, I think I'm, I'll probably bet a Cooper Cup touchdown. He's been him. Jonathan Taylor were like the ride of the year. That's where I was at. Um, I am a hundred percent in my heart of hearts going to bet an interception somewhere. I don't know where or how I'm going to find it. It's it's always in there, you know. But yeah. I don't know, and I don't know who Burrow, Stafford, one of them. One of them are going to do it. I don't know. It's it's going to happen. Um, but I, one of them are definitely going to. And may, may, they both might drop pick. I don't know. They're like I said. They're going to. I'm looking for them both to air it out a lot today. So or well, not today, but the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, today. So so uh, like I I mean I. I respect both of these secondaries. Obviously, one of them has the, the best cover corner in the league with Jalen Ramsey. And then the other one has arguably the two best safeties in the league, along with, you know, depth at corner. So yep. it should be should be an interesting there. Um I, and I'm not I'm not far opposed to betting the running backs to score too at all. Like I would not be very far uh Cam Akers or Joe Mixon in my mind. 
both. I mean, that's a given in any football game for me. It's like when Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, when they ask him, how do you score so easily in the red zone? And he like shrugs his shoulders and says, run the ball. Like, I mean, that's, that should be top of everybody's list. Almost in my mind, you should be looking at the running backs to score. But, unless you're the Seahawks, unless you're the Seahawks. That yeah. Oh my God. Marshawn Lynch. And then just throw it. Yeah. Yeah. Right we're on the one yard line. Yeah. But let me, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely looking at the running backs, uh, Mixon more than acres. Cause they, he plays more of a, I mean, granted the injury and everything that happened, but he plays more of a rotational backfield. I mean, that P Ryan, P Ryan guy gets, gets touches and stuff here and there in, uh, in, uh, Cincinnati, but he's not nearly as much involved in the offense as like, um, as Sonny Michelle, or I, I, I can't remember that other guy's name. That's out there. Dar, uh, Darnell. That's what I was thinking of. Henderson. Their okay. their other running back. The guy that started at the beginning of the year for Akers. Yeah, I haven't um, seen him in a while, dude. Yeah, he, he well, I mean, he did play most of their season well, like half with Sonny Michelle splitting reps. But now that Cam's been back, it seems like it's been the Cam Akers. And it arguably has been the Cam Akers shit. Besides that coincidence fumble when he hit his oh, like yeah. his head was on the ground, you know. Besides yeah. that, it's it's really, you know, the Cam Akers show on turf. Uh, out of the backfield there and it's amazing that he does so much having odell and cooper cup there too yeah, even higby man it's, it's yeah yeah uh he was i think he i don't he think hurt. he's yeah i think he got hurt i think he's done for the year i think he uh man, I, i'd have to look into that but but i'm pretty sure he was a little more messed up yeah, than banged up yeah uzama and uzama from what i read is barely you know ready to go like if there wasn't one more game in the season he probably wouldn't be playing <laughs> No. So, um, yeah. What do you think about the uh, first touchdown score? Oh, I dude. Would, I love them. I love them. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who is my sick pleasure of, of betting first touchdown score, especially in Rams games. It's Odell. Ever since they got him, I bet him every and it. I, don't, I think it's hit like once or twice, but like, I feel like if I'm going to bet first touchdown score on the Rams, I always bet Odell. I find myself, but I would be opposed to going with a Bengals guy. I think whoever gets the ball first is going to score. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I think not that's sure. the tempo of the game we're getting. So I would, like, if you could bet, I, I'm sure, I'm not, I know like DraftKings does it, FanDuel's done it a couple times. If there is a, a promo out there for like plus 215 first drive score, you know, just bet that yeah. there'd be a touchdown first drive. I'm taking that to the house. You know what I mean? Because I do think, I do think that there is going to be some, a, a tempo set. You know, I think, there's gonna be, I think there's going to be some nerves though in this game. I mean, it's a Super Bowl, and this is the first time. What I, first time both these quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, but so. I, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be crazy. I think it'll be like we'll we'll sense the nerves early. But I think by halftime, man. Well, first of all. The real Joe Cool out there in Cincinnati, <laughs> he he doesn't give a shit about anything where he's at. He's played in bigger games than this. I mean, maybe not technically. Whoa, but, buddy. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, hey, I mean, SEC championships, national championships, it all, they, you know, it adds up, man. You get your, I, I, I get it. It's not the same exact stage, but, you know, you're, I mean, you've been to plenty of Penn State whiteout games. Crazy. that's just the same that's basically the same environment of going to an sec game you know what i mean and then i can only imagine national championship you know um and even matthew stafford um while, while stafford may not have ever been in a uh a game this big especially recent um 
you know, there's other guys in the Rams. There's a lot of guys in the Rams that were still here from just a couple years ago when they were seeing Tom in the Super Bowl with Jared Goff at quarterback, you know? Yeah. So, um, I think we'll be okay. And, uh, you know, we have, there's other, like, they got bets everywhere. Like, I mean, what's his name? The Whitworth, that tackle on the offense. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's 30, 39, 40 years old. I mean, he's been around forever. What, what, what real, you know, um, experience has he not been a part of in the, in the world of the NFL football, uh, you know, league and stuff like what, what, what experience hasn't he been a part of maybe besides the Super Bowl? Like, I mean, I feel like they've done everything. They have guys, they have it. Like, it's not like in my mind, maybe, maybe the Bengals are the team that's very unexperienced on paper, but I mean, they have guys that have been around even uh, same, same sense. I mean, Hendrickson uh, was on a good saints team for year for a couple years. Mike Hilton was on, was on good Steelers teams for years. You know what I mean? Like they, there is experience to go around a couple places, maybe not exactly playoff Super Bowl experience, but you know, yeah. big game pressure scenario experience. Yeah, I think for first uh, touchdown, I'm going to go with Cup and Acres, just two on the same side to give me give me better odds, you know. So so are you, like, hedging yourself into that? Like, you're expecting they'll lose on one of them, I take it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, you that's, know, better I mean, odds. that's fine. If I want to take one from each team, I mean, then they're, they're, anyone can, you know, that one guy might not score that, you know, better chances on the one side than the other, you know. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, is there anything else here, like bet wise, you think you need to throw? Is there something? Is there something that like sticks out that everybody and their mother should be on? Man, I don't know what to expect. I mean, Super Bowl, man, there's this just so much that's going to be going on. You know, I just they're like and the nerves in this game. You don't you just, you don't know what to expect. Sometimes, I mean, it's, the Rams are at home, so you, you you do expect the Rams to win. Like the only like confident actually bet them on because I think the Rams are going to win is money line but it's minus 200 so you gotta look at that yeah too. like yep, everyone yep. is betting the rams it's my, minus four in a super bowl it was minus four and a half that's like that's actually huge man like i've never seen a super bowl over three and a half three points yeah. like they're saying the rams are gonna win this game you know yeah yeah no i i, I and i i agree uh i think the unpredictableness of this game is what makes it so exciting yeah. you know I honestly, I'll probably sleep like four hours a night before just because that's how much of a nerd I am. Like, I, I'll be ready. So yeah, man, I'm gonna be. I'm already. I'm ready right now, but I'm ready to go yeah. run some laps oh. and I'm ready to oh, run yeah. some rounds, dude. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I feel that the most there, watched uh, game. Is there, so, is there anything that you think you know? Um, anything that we should be expecting here before we wrap up? Is well, there, there is there's that one there is, thought you want to put out there that there you should be stressing? Thought. I just yeah, I'm really stressing this one bet I have at Cooper Cup. I have it right here to my left here. The odds plus six six zero zero. I bet this five weeks ago. I put forty bucks on it. One player to be the MVP of Super Bowl to win twenty six eighty. Like and and what what's the first thing I told you? Do you remember when you said that? I said I'm pulling for that because <laughs> I like as okay. So like I don't. I'm not normally a crazy future bet. But like I've made my share of futures bets before. I, I mean, I had the Browns to win that fucking division in the AFC, whatever they're in. Oh, same dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Plus two fifty preseason. Yeah, I was like, that's giving candy to a baby. <laughs> uh, um, I had a bead to win the MVP last year. Came up just short against uh, um, with a big, the big uh European guy from uh, what's his name from Denver? I don't know. Not sure. 
Or, uh, Jokic, Jokic, <laughs> that guy. Oh, okay. But yeah. uh, yeah, you won the MVP last year and it beat him in second. So it is what it is. I, I'm not a big future better, but to know that, I mean, you, I think you told me right when you did it. Yeah. I'm, like I, whatever it was, two, two three, three weeks, weeks or yeah. how, how long ago was it? I bet it four, four and a half weeks ago, like five weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I th- I kind of think, I don't know if it was Snapchat or Twitter or something. You sent it to me, like, right when you made it, you were like, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP. And I was like, hey, if the Rams get there, man, I'm pulling for it because, yeah, <laughs> you know. He deserves it too, man. Like, he's had Oh, he is Mr. Production. He is Mr. Production too. Like, uh, I, I, I honestly don't remember a wide receiver, like, doing this much for their team from a production standpoint since, like, Ot- Antonio Brown, like, 2014, 15 Steelers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because how often is it that we get an that we get a wide receiver in the NFL getting MVP talks like in the season? And I mean, he wasn't like up there like as a top three finalist, but his name was Cooper Cup's name was most certainly floated around the whole year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and what better time? I mean, it happens. Obviously, now the haters are going to look at you and say, "Okay, well, if Cooper Cup is catching two touchdowns, that means Matthew Stafford's throwing two touchdowns, and you know how much they love to give it to the quarterback instead." But no, I'm 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 with you there. I think he I think I I'm a big fan of Matthew Stafford, but I think Cooper Cup elevates him even more. And I think if you don't see that, you need to stop watching football. Fun but, fact, they eat breakfast together. So Oh yeah, fun, yeah. I was gonna say that they're like I was gonna say they're like neighbors or something. Like at five AM or something, they get up and start watching <laughs> film together before they work out. Like that's craziness. Yeah, that's 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 duo connection and like in like it's the whole like fighter kind of thing too it's like it's hard to wake up and want to train when you're sleeping in silk pajamas and stuff you know what i mean like it's but you gotta have that mentality man that's why they're in the fucking super bowl you know what i mean all right so last thing what do you think final score of the game oh dude <laughs> okay like i said i i want scoring so i'm taking like and i want it to be close um, if I had to throw out my closest prediction, 31-28, Shooter McPherson for the oh, game. God. That's it. That's that's been the story of the Bengals kind of here playing from behind, getting in field goal. Joe Burrow puts him in field goal range to to get in, you know, to win the game, and McPherson comes out and knocks it down. So I'm feeling I'm feeling uh without the snow. I'm feeling, you know, kind of Patriots, Vinatieri-esque, Brady, Vinatieri, kind of the finish. Brady's going to come put them in. Vinatieri's putting it away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, final score for me, man. See, I mean, I'm in a couple of block pools, and I really want to end it like this one number, but <laughs> it's probably not going to happen because we have like so me and everybody on this one pool. We have nine eight, so I mean, that's gonna be pretty bad. We need, like, obviously the nine. the uh, Everly you're referring to too is Alex Everly, like I said earlier from the Book It podcast. Uh, I I would love to have Everly. I said this to you before uh, before the show before we started recording. I would love to have Everly. Not even like football. I mean, he could come talk football whenever he wants. Yeah. I would have every, I would ever open, open invitation for Alex Everly. If he wants to come talk basketball, football, baseball, anything, he could. March That's Madness. March Madness. Like, I just, I want to go crazy. March Madness. I got a bunch of guys for that, but Everly's definitely up there for that. So, yeah. That's my son. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, did you give your score? What was it one more time? All right. We're going to go. <laughs> We're, we're gonna go with uh, I gotta go with that nine eight though, man. We're gonna go right 39, on me. 39 28. Rams. 28. 
All right. All right. So you got 39-28 Rams. I got 31-28 Bengals. Um, this has been the second episode of the Pick Fiend podcast. I thank you, Richie, for coming on. Thank you. Um, yeah, I hope everybody has a good day. I hope we win. We all win some bets.